My name's Rad, and I want to tell you about the Transformers. My curiosity is aroused. Hey folks, welcome back to Transformers Tuesdays, the fan hole spinoff show where we talk about Transformers every time and all the time, and this is the Fright Fest month, so we're doing a frightful episode of Transformers in celebration. Uh, who is here with me in this nightmare? Hey, what's up? If you guys have bad dreams, just imagine a big version of me kicking the bad dreams ass. This is Derek, Derek WC. Hey guys, this is Tony, and that's right. I am in your room just because. <laughs> okay, thank thank God. Like if I have a nightmare, you know, <laughs> Tony will just be sitting there in the corner. Like you had a nightmare, like it's okay. Like I'm here. No! Everything's all right, Danny. It was just another nightmare. It was the same one, Rodimus. A giant Galvatron was chasing me through this really awful place. The next time you have that nightmare. Imagine me fighting the giant Galvatron. That's right. Thanks, Rodimus. He'll be okay. Let him get some sleep. Thanks for coming, Rodimus. We didn't know what to do about the nightmares. And we thought that since he respects you so much... Forget it. We all have to learn how to overcome our fears. Awesome. Yeah, so if you haven't guessed, uh, we're talking about the uh, Season 3 episode, Nightmare Planet, which I kind of, you know, decided was, you know, reasonably spooktacular enough to be in, you know, Fan Holes Fright Fest month. So, you know, it's got a it's sort of a horror theme. Nightmare Planet uh, aired uh, on October 31st in 1986. Uh, it's the 14th episode of uh, season three. And uh, it was written by Beth Borstein. And uh, I didn't write anything formal. Like, basically, you know, Daniel's been having nightmares, or I should say Danny, because this is like the, the wiki makes a, a point to mention. This is the only episode in the U.S., like, you know, the Sunbow stuff where they call him consistently Danny. Like, you know, most of the time it's Daniel, but, mm. you know, they they they're, they must be, you know, in the like, you know, headmasters dub like briefly for this episode or something. Danny. Hey there, Danny. You know? Yep. But, uh, but yeah, Danny has been having nightmares and, you know, Rodimus has been, you know, sitting in his room and, you know, holding his hand and whatever. And uh, it turns out like the, the Quintessons have been monitoring him and they kidnap Daniel and they strap him into a machine that gives him like sort of the ability to like project his nightmares into like, uh, you know, real life. So Rodimus. Springer and Ultra Magnus, along with the Predacons, all get trapped inside Daniel's nightmare. And, uh, you know, advice that Rodimus gave Daniel at the beginning of the episode where he tells him, you know, like, hey, just imagine me like fighting your nightmares or whatever, like kind of comes into play. And like, you know, Dan Daniel's dream self helps the Autobots throughout. And uh, eventually, like they they uh, Daniel manages to overcome his uh Quintesson captors and is rescued in the Predacons retreat and everyone goes, yo, Joe, and then they go home. And that's 
you know, that's pretty much the gist of the episode without there's, getting into the finer details. But yeah, there's also a, a subliminal princess that helps Springer and Razor Claw and fills fills Rodimus and Ultra Magnus in on everything. It's it's like some kind of you know from from Daniel's subconscious, like almost almost looks like Carly. Almost. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, he is crying for his mom like early on and his dad. So I'm surprised like some kind of incarnation of Spike wasn't in the dream or something, too. But yeah, I was about to say, does this mean that like Daniel actually secretly wants his mom to hook up with Springer? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Springer's so cool, mom. I want him to be my new daddy. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe he just wants Springer to be his new daddy because uh, he thinks Springer was promised a shit ton of gold. Like Daniel wants to live the good life, right? Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Tired of wearing pajamas everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that is something. Like when when the princess offers Springer and Razor Claw like gold as a reward for rescuing her, and Razor Claw is like, as you pointed out, Tony earlier, like Razor Claw is oddly like you know interested in this. Like he's a you know, a uh, 1930s prospector or something. He's like, gold! gold. There's gold in this hair dream! Like, <laughs> like <laughs> It's interesting, it's interesting, because it's like, are they, because cause you, you kind of say it both ways, like, are they put in Danny's nightmare, or is are Danny's nightmares projected into reality? Because when they finally save him from the Quintessons, it's like, are the Quintessons in the dream, or uh, is it just that Danny's projecting his dream monsters into reality and then Rodimus and Ultra Magnus and Springer finally catch up to where they've kidnapped Danny or whatever? Like, yeah, so, probably. I, I don't know. I guess, like, it's, he was altering the. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The, made, the machine makes him like Proteus or something. I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it's really confusing in the beginning because, like, the the Autobots come to this planet because I guess they're there, <laughs> and then like the Predacons got to come out and they're actually being kind of spooky dooky. You see the glowing eyes and they come out, and at first they're fighting each other, and then just out of nowhere there's like mummies and vampires and shit, and then they're like fighting them, and it's and it's before they like kind of infer that Danny's dreams were coming to life, and it's like what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because they, they, it's like they, they have like the Jack and the Beanstalk giant, the fee fi fo fum, you know, I smell the blood of an Englishman. So it's like that there, there's that, um, you know, wh- what do they call it? The, um, the fairy tale. I, what, the, what the hell do they call those Grimm's fairy tale? That Grimm's fairy tales like aspect where, oh, you know, yeah. the Grimm's fairy tales are very, turn very gory, <laughs> turn very horrific, right? Like if you read the quote unquote originals, you know, the non Disney fied Grimm's fairy tales. And it's like, Oh, that, that giant, right? It's like, I smell the blood of an Englishman. It's like, it's a giant ogre. That's going to like bite off your fucking head. Right? Like, so it's like, that's when he, when, when he picks up, Ultra Magnus and and what is it? Uh, Ram, Ramhorn? Who is it? I don't know. Oh, headstrong. 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 So it's like it's like he's gonna eat their, you know, bite off their fucking heads. And he's like, you're you're no Englishman, but I guess you'll have to do because I'm hungry, right? Like, and then and then the witch is the other thing, right? And they negate each other out because the witch zaps the the ogre and 
And then and then Rodimus knows because he talked to Rekgar all the time about TV. He's like, oh, this bucket of water. Like, let me splash it on the fucking witch. And and then there's like, you know, Tony saying there's all kinds of shit, dragons and all kinds of crap that come out of the woodwork. Right. Like so. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like, you know, I understand it's like, you know, Danny's like uh, subconscious, you know, what he's scared of and stuff. And I'm like. Okay, giants, I could see that as him being a kid, you know, like the Grimm's fairy tales and, you know, uh, the witch, you know, that's that's fine. And even the dragon. Okay, sure, sure, sure. What the hell is up with the killer clouds from outer space? <laughs> like, hey, man, some, 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 you know, I, I may, maybe I'm with you on this because I've never understood the terror of clowns, but like apparently certain people like, just are terrified of clowns. And I don't know if that comes from the fact that like, you know, weird sketchy people are clowns at circuses and they encountered that kind of (laughs) stuff. I don't know if it's the whole John Wayne Gacy thing where it's like, he's dressed up as a clown and he's also a serial killer. Like, I don't know if it's it or whatever, or if it's a conflagration of all those different things coming together. But like, I got to be honest, if there was some clown that was trying to be scary, I'd probably punch him in the fucking face and call it a day. Right. But like, (laughs) I guess to some people like clowns are, are terrifying, like witches and, and, and ogres and dragons and whatever the hell, like, like, but I get what you're saying. Like to me, like, yeah, I'm trying to think of things like, that you know that that, that I would have had nightmares about, or that I do have nightmares about. You know what I mean? Like and most most times, my nightmares are like breaking and entering nightmares. You know, where guys in ski masks come in and all this kind of shit. So it's like right. that's you know, I guess my personal night terrors or whatever the fuck you want to get into. But it's like it's like that that kind of stuff. You're like, okay, well, these are all things that. Danny can you know, Daniel considers threatening, but yeah, I guess I guess yeah, maybe he maybe he stayed up too late and watched too much Killer Clowns from Outer Space or read somehow he got a hold of Stephen King's It or whatever. But you know, some something was setting them off with that. Yeah, I, I do like the fact that like his biggest fear is Galvatron, and it's like, well, that no, that that, makes, that, makes, that makes sense, sense. <laughs> right? Like he's the biggest <laughs> yeah. baddest Decepticon, and he wants to fucking exterminate all human life. So I mean, I guess I guess that's that. The, and 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 if you think about it, like he he loved Optimus Prime just as much as anybody, and technically, Megatron became Galvatron and killed Optimus Prime. So I mean, that's right. Uh, all all that stuff is fairly reasonable to me. I mean, as far as that goes. I can I pose something like was this does it say anything I didn't look any of this stuff up this is just me going by eyeballing it or whatever was this animated by two different studios because because man like like some some changes a lot and some some stuff in this looks really sweet and some of it looks complete dog shit so it's like it kind of kind of goes back and forth and stuff so I was just wondering did it go from like Acom to uh, Toei and back or or is there any notes on that or any insight into that? Damn, I'm looking on the wiki page to see. I, like, it, it I, there is like, a note that says, like, oh, like, yeah, it says Toei Studio Look and Nakamura Productions, three different studios on this mm. episode. So, oh, so the studio studio look are the same guys that did Call of the Primitive. So it's like you go from, like, the best guys to, like, and then I don't I don't know about some of the other studios, but... It seemed like it was more on the ACOM end of things, like because sometimes you look yeah, at it, like, there's, like a, yeah. there's a note 
There's a note on the wiki. It says the artistic style in this episode is all over the map. Sometimes it's standard Toei style. Sometimes it's the upgraded style used in the movie. And for a few shots, it's a highly stylized anime rendering of the characters. The differing styles alternate from scene to scene and sometimes shot to shot. Yeah, and it, that's, it, it, that's, that's pretty obvious just when you, you eyeball the episode, I think. Yeah, it's a, it suggests it the use of more than one animation team or studio to help out, which is common, but usually not to this extent. It, it seemed like whenever they were drawing Razor Claw, they were drunk because like Razor Claw just looks like crap, like almost like ninety percent of the, the episode. I mean, when <laughs> when 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 he was being ridden by Springer, I think that's the best that they yeah. both looked like. I think, but but yeah, you know, as, you can as you can tell says, like. Yeah. There's no transition between a lot of scenes. Like it's like those, no, like, they're no. fighting the Predacons, and then those monsters just show up in the next like shot, and there's no transition to them. Like, and all of a sudden they're fighting the monsters. Yeah. Well, that that's why to me yeah. it's like the part. I mean, we understand the plot, like, and and it you know it makes <laughs> what sense it makes, but it, it it is rather odd because Daniel's having nightmares in what you assume is his home, his private quarters on Cybertron, right? Like, because because they wake up right. in the middle, the, they wake up in the middle of the night, and Rodimus is there, and then and then you can see, uh, you know, Spike and Carly are waking up in their night robes or whatever, right? Like so, but but then clearly the Quinnison is somehow snuck into Daniel's room and then they kidnap him. Like, and, and it's like that, that to me is like, did no one notice Daniel? Like, in other words, the Autobots go off and do this thing and they go, what's all with all these weird visions. And then they realize, Oh, it must be Danny, you know, or whatever. But it's like, did no one notice Daniel was fucking kidnapped? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It was really nice of like, you know, the, the Witwickies to, uh, have giant doors installed in their house just for transformers just for, just for Rodimus. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, man, Daniel's room must be like the size of most people's uh, uh, dream bachelor pads because Rodimus <laughs> can fit in the entire fucking bedroom of Dan. Just, just Dan- imagine, imagine that's your child's room. Your child's room is big enough to be the <laughs> coolest fucking swankest bachelor pad apartment in like all all of uh, the entire world, right? And then imagine, oh wait. If if Daniel's room is that big, it's like, dude, they must have it going on in Carly and Spike's room. Like, there must be stripper poles <laughs> and go-go dancers and all kinds of cool shit, right? Like, and a closet like, for... What do you... I was going to say, a closet for all of Spike's hard hats and yellow boots. There, There's that, and, and, and enough room for not just Rodimus, but, like, a whole gestalt team like it's like it's like all the aerial bots can uh, can can help spike out when he is he's having nightmares or whatever mm-hmm. yeah i like that it's like hey bobby what do you have in your room a race car bed what do you got in your room danny a race car <laughs> an actual race car <laughs> yeah i can like sleep in mirage if i want yeah yeah oh man but um i i was gonna bring up something mike uh and i mean of course Derek, but i, I was going to kind of cater to Mike a little bit. I, I, I know you have like some fondness for at least the, the Predacon, you know, team as a concept, because they don't really get fleshed out a lot that often. So was it kind of like fun for you to see like the Predacons basically be the starring Decepticon villains in this uh, uh, episode? 
Yeah, it, it was like, you know, I, I understand why they're there. It's like they're the newest team. They have to be promoted, basically. I, I feel like they look like a bunch of clowns in this episode. So it's like, you know, yeah. I mean, even, like, you know, Razor Claw gets to do his like little rival fusion with Springer. So, I mean, that's all cool. But like the other four, like when they're not like it's like almost like Rodimus has to like look out for the other like four. Yeah, yeah. Something. It's like, you know, don't shoot at them like. You know, but they're all like, we don't listen to Autobots. Whoa! And then they like get owned and stuff, you know, so. Uh, yeah, like, 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 like Rampage kind of gets off pretty lightly, but like Headstrong and Tantrum will like goose and then like Dive Bomb is like, you know, like that dragon's flying away or whatever. Like, well, I, I can fly faster than him. Watch this. It's like, calm down. <laughs> we know you can't sport, you know, calm down. <laughs> I remember when I first watched this, I thought that it was eventually this is just a flat out animation error and it changes from you know uh, panel from from shot to shot and moment to moment in the scene but one of the errors is that uh rodimus occasionally will have red eyes like a decepticon or whatever right yeah and yeah originally my my concept or my headcanon with it was oh well the real normal-sized Rodimus has blue eyes, and the giant Rodimus that fights the giant Galvatron has red eyes, so you can distinguish between the the normal Rodimus and the giant Rodimus. But that's not true, because the, the, right. the eyes change on both the small and the large at any given moment. But, like, in my head, my my thought was like, oh, maybe that's what they were trying to go for, and then since it was going back and forth between all these animation studios and different hands, it just got fucked up or something. But that was my, I guess, headcanon that the giant Rodimus was supposed to have red eyes so you could tell them apart from the real one or the dream one like, from the real one. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite lines is like the one of the most arrogant things, I guess, in a way, is like when Big Rodimus and Big Galvatron are fighting, like, Rodimus basically says, like, yeah, kick his ass, me. Get him, Rodimus. Yeah, I get him, it. me. That's that's almost like a proto, like, more than meets the eye, Rodimus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like, it's to, like, you know, Rodimus has an ego, but, like, you know, it's it's up to 11 and, like, more than meets the eye. So that, like, you don't actually see it a whole lot in the Sunbow cartoon. But, like, yeah, that's a, you know, get him, me, you know, <laughs> like that. that. <laughs> It's <laughs> just like yeah, I don't know. Just it, it, it tickled me. I was like, oh, that's actually a laugh out loud little moment there. But um, but uh, I, I was laughing like the just the line that kind of made me laugh was when they first get ambushed by the Predacons. Like Ultra Magnus is like, I can't tell how many there are. Like, and I feel like he should have said like, you know, probably five, but you know, you never know. Like, you know. <laughs> could be there could be more or less. Did we did um, we talk about this live yet? Did we talk about the the Galvatron can be any size he wants? <laughs> have we have we discussed this no, yet? Not, that not, that also no, I think true. is a laugh out loud moment where it's like it's like it's like don't you see like that can't be the real Galvatron he's too big it's like Galvatron can be any damn size he wants. <laughs> Galvatron. Do whatever I want. And then, like you said, the 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 Predacons look like clowns, right? Because he's like, "Oh, uh, Galvatron, we're so glad you're here. Oh, why the fuck are you crushing me? Ah, like, what? And boss, it's me. 
But you you want to crush them guys? Ouch, my ribs. <laughs> 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 it's just an honor to die by your hand, boss. <laughs> yeah. Can you at least smash yeah. my head into Rodimus before you squish me? Thanks. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I will say it is nice, though, that even though Rodimus definitely has, like, kind of like a star slash boss moment because he has that connection with Daniel and, like, you know, there's the whole, like, you know, He's 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 got the Optimus role. He's he's got the like you know, don't worry, Daniel. Your dreams can't hurt you. Just think of me and all that. You know that's really cool. That's like a oh nice yeah thing. yeah. I I love I love but, when 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 Spike and him have that conversation and it's almost like he's like no no don't worry about it man I get it like I'm I'm just here to you know I'm here to help and you know it's like they they say like well you know how much you know how much Danny respects you and everything. He's like yeah don't don't worry about it like I I you know yeah. this is no big deal. Right, I don't sleep. I'm a robot. <laughs> Man, and and also Springer gets a nice little starring role. He gets to be, uh, you know, the the knight in shining armor, like literally. And um, I, I thought it was like you know, but you you forget these episodes when you get older sometimes, and like it was nice to kind of go back to it and like like you know Springer is just really gallant and like very noble. He's like you know, it was like. She's like this chick. He doesn't know. He's like, you know, it's like, uh, like the evil, like you know, blah blah blah, like has trapped me. And if 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 I, you know, if you save me, I'll, you'll get gold and, and all this. And he's like, don't worry, ma'am. We'll help you. And and don't even worry about the gold. It's just like I don't know. It's just it's just a a, but, a nice like, little good guy moment. But but it's a great contrast too because right on cue it's like speak for yourself, Springer. Like I want the <laughs> fucking gold or what? You know, it, it it reminded me of like, you know, like a, a you know again I think Mike brought up the rival fusion thing, but it's like it's like Razor Claw is so like saber toothy in this. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like wh- whoever Springer is, whether it's Wolverine or some other hero, right? Any any heroic figure you you mash up against Sabretooth and then you have, it's like, oh, I got to work with this crazy fuck who wants to like claw my neck out. Like, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's try this and hope I don't die, you know, in the process. Right. Yeah. Like, like right in the middle of the fight, like, like Springer's getting his ass kind of handed to him for a second. And like, Razor Claw, like, it's literally like, I don't work with Autobots. You know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, he gives no fucks at all. It's like, I don't know. It's, it, it's it's a fun rival, rival fusion, yeah. Because yeah, they definitely do that. Like, if you ever want to make a cool statue, give me a, a statue of Springer with a big, huge like lance. Arthurian lance, yeah, riding a, a razor claw, like leaping to the air, killing a dragon. Like hell yeah. I, I guess now, like you know, I I don't know if I can pull that off in a masterpiece scale, but you know, if if uh, if if uh, we can will these things into reality, like. Uh, can I have a new age razor claw and a new age uh, Springer with a lance, and we can we can do that on a smaller <laughs> scale? Like, because I'm I'm all about that. That's that's oh, some yeah. member berries that I'm all about. <laughs> oh, like the, the the going back to the nerfing thing, uh, Mike, that you were talking about, like the Predacons looking kind of dumb and stuff like that. They they do a number on Predaking too. Like he he just comes off as like useless for being a Gestalt. It's like when he's fighting the nightmare creatures, he's like doing little to no damage. Like I think he blasts one 
And then at the end, it's like Razor Claw's like, all right, truce is over. Form Predaking. And one of us, and like, I think it's, I think it's Headstrong. He's like, oh, but I hurt my leg. <laughs> it's like, you, you all are fucked. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, we're gonna, the toy's gonna be unstable with this dented leg. Like, never mind. Like, Retreat! Retreat! Razor Claw's all like, we've got to sell our gimmick! Come on! Like, like get it together, guys! Like, <laughs> you, you know, you know what I thought? I, I, I thought to myself, okay, they're retreating, right? But I'm like, how the fuck is he gonna get his leg repaired? They're just gonna go back to Char. Like, do they do they have anybody worth the shit to fix that shit on Char? Like, what? Doesn't, doesn't look, doesn't look like there's any. Doesn't look like there's any hospitals on Chart <laughs> E. You know. And I guess they. I don't know, they must have some kind of med. I mean, they have to have a medic. I mean, Galvatron beats up his own troops regularly, mm-hmm. so but they have to have some kind of like Hook. Hook is their medic. Hook, he's a, Hook is yeah, the medic. He's a yeah. surgeon. Yeah. So that's okay. one of his. So functions. I, there you go. I guess. I guess Hook must be fixing the legs then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, is, it is kind of funny that it's Headstrong, though, because it's like Headstrong is basically like, I've hurt my leg, so I've literally hurt Predaking's leg. <laughs> it's like double, double meaning in a way. But yeah, oh, like man. I never like I mean, what we were talking about before, it's like I never really noticed how much the art style like jumps around in this like, you know, episode. And that probably accounts for how like disjointed the plot is and like, mm, you know, the, yeah, the, yeah. there are very quick scenes and cutaways that lead like. Like, you know, there are scenes, it feels like there are scenes missing almost where it's like, you know, you know, Springer's like, you know, hey, I've got a plan. Like, here's what we're going to do. And then, like, it cuts to them just fighting the dragon with the magic lance or whatever. And I'm like, what happened to the plan? Like, you just got out of there? Like, what happened? Like, but okay. Well, and it almost seems like, I mean, you know, I mean, it is tied together very loosely, but it almost seems like the, the Springer and Razorclaw plot is completely like a different story than the Rodimus and the other Predacon plot. You know, it's just like, yeah, because it's not, it's not quite like, well, I guess maybe the dragon stuff, right? Like as part of that lead in, right? It, 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 the dragon is scary. It, and then somehow it goes into this fantasy thing. But then I guess you could argue maybe some of that is, is Daniel's subconscious trying to help them. And the only way he can frame good things is by having like a good princess and a, uh, uh, an adventure and something to overcome and then you've got the yellow brick road and none of those things are you know necessarily scary but maybe that's the subconscious's effort to combat the scary things like it's like he's trying right. to put the oh i'm gonna have rodimus fight the bad things in my dream for me but th- that's that's his first <laughs> like subconscious attempt to put that into practice by going oh, okay i've got this princess who's kind of like my mom who's kind of guiding everybody on the right path and then you know oh well there's a castle there's a yellow brick road you know they they they, there's uh more he's trying to bring structure and order to the chaos that is his nightmare by having those things that are recognizable and and easy uh well i don't know if it's easy but like you know destinations goals you know like like something to overcome you know I mean, I mean, we we're giving the Predacons a little bit of flack, but uh, you know, let's let's give a little bit of due to I think it's Springer. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty sure Springer. <clears throat> like at the end, he's like, "Where'd the princess go?" <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. 
Rodimus is just like, she was never real, Springer. <laughs> I, it sounds like Springer's disappointed he can't uh, marry Daniel's hot mom either. It's like, where, where'd, the, where'd that hot, where'd the new hotness go? It's like, it wasn't real, Springer. It was just in Danny's mind. All the hot chicks are always in Danny's mind. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Little pervert. Did you did you guys also notice, like, in the wiki makes mention of this, it's like this episode, like, ran under. So they had, like, two, like, secret files of Teletran 2, like, at the end oh, of it. They had. No, no. Like, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the Quintazon file and then the De- one on the Decepticons. Like, so they had to fill up, like, four minutes of space. Interesting. This episode. So. Yeah, at least the Quintesson one kind of fit. I mean, yeah, the Predacons are Decepticons, but it's like you should have yeah, made, you, you made the yeah, Maybe maybe they should have gone with the Predaking one because I know there yeah, was a little the Quintesson one, one and the Predaking. Predaking yeah. yeah, what he called it. I, I love that one because Victor Caroli's like really into it. He's like, uh, you know, they combine into a hair trigger horror known as Predaking. You know, <laughs> so, I don't know. It still doesn't beat you know blah 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 blah. Ultra Magnus. <laughs> Ultra Magnus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I did notice that. I was like, I was like watching. I was like, man, this is going to run short because it's been a while since I watched this. Like, you know, just sit down and enjoy it. <clears throat> and I was like, wow, they're wrapping things up pretty quick. What the hell's going on? Like, oh, okay, Teletran one, or Teletran two. Oh, another Teletran two. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if this, like, I mean, everybody knows that, like. Not everybody, but most Transformers fan knows that like season three was rife with uh, animation issues and stuff. Because I mean, by this point, there was questions if uh, Transformers was going to go on, you know, because that's why the season four was only like you know five episodes, uh, three episodes, and like <clears throat> I was wondering, like you know, was it really that this episode ran short because of material? Or do you think it ran short because, like, some of the shit was just so badly animated, they were just like, we can't use this. <laughs> well, I, I think it was just like, you know, that it's this episode just had a troubled production that they had to get so many studios to help out to finish it. And like, like I said, you can tell that, like, you know, there's either scenes missing or they jump from, you know, plot point to plot point with no connective tissue and like. You know, the direction is kind of off. So, like, yeah, I think it's just like this episode was kind of a mess and they saved it in editing, basically. So, yeah, I will say, like, pro- probably the, the the biggest standout for me would be The Witch. Like, that is definitely, you know, October 31st is when this aired and having like your classic, you know, almost stereotypical witch, you know, that that does really have like a nice Halloween vibe to the to the proceedings. Yeah, like I, like I said, I, I think this was sufficiently like spooky enough. So like you know I, that's why I picked it. So I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. There's probably a lot of episodes we can you know still like we've been through a lot of them, but there's still like you can say like oh this is like has a vague Halloween theme to it. So right, yeah, you know like Web World or or, or uh, my, even Microbots. Microbots has kind of like a, 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 a Twilight Zone feel kind of. Yeah, well, you know, I, I've got a, I've still got a, a, a stock of Halloween stuff to do, like for the next, like, you know, un- probably enough Halloween stuff for until, like, you know, you guys are in the grave or whatever, you know, and the the literal <laughs> grave, like to, so, you know, so you'll still have to do fright fest stuff, like when you both are like, you know, actual ghouls, 
<laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Mike is planning me and Derek's death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll make it authentic. <laughs> this this month of Fan Holes Fright Fest, like, we will raise Tony and Derek from the grave to, to talk about Transformers. Uh, <laughs> I don't work with Autobots. <laughs> I guess the the only thing I I, I have really kind of left. I was I was I was thinking about this when I was watching the episode because I, I tend to do this with season three a lot. Um, like, do you think this kind of episode would have worked? I, I think it would have, but I want to know you guys' thoughts. Do you think this would have been an easy uh, episode to kind of shift into season one or season two? Do you think the uh, the OG crew could have uh, easily been kind of pegged into this kind of episode? Who would Daniel be? Spike? I guess Spike, maybe Chip. Chip. Spike hmm. seems a little old to be. Yeah. And it's bad about I, I, I think so. even Chip seems a little too old. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I get what you're going for. Like, I, I think... The answer to your question is like maybe Decepticon and Autobot wise, maybe you could have swapped people out. But I feel like I feel like, you know, and I know this is crazy, but I feel like Daniel is the irreplaceable part in the, in oh, the episode. Uh, it's like Spike wakes up <laughs> and like Optimus is just sitting there and he's like, pussy. <laughs> maybe maybe that uh, maybe that nice uh, girl from Peru could be having the nightmares or something. I don't know. Like That's. <laughs> That's uh, that's the only thing I can think of. Maybe one of those little snot-nosed brats from Bot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what would would we care about them? I don't know. But it's like <laughs> hot, hot spots, is... hot spots sitting there in uh, the snotty brats uh, room. Like uh, I know how much you respect hot spot, and hot spots just like shooting like fire hose water all over the place. I don't know. I mean, it's just like what. I just like I just like picturing like Optimus sitting in the room and it's like oh, was her name like Alexis was that her name? Oh yeah 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 maybe yeah I think maybe it was like you know her mom or something is like Optimus Prime Alexis has been having like all these nightmares and he's just like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Optimus can fit inside the house and they're having like a cup of tea discussing the dream and shit. You're like what the fuck house is this shit? <laughs> these cookies are delicious <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it, it definitely is a season three episode i was just i was just kind of putting that i i was thinking more of the autobots like you know rodimus of course could be uh optimus i i guess for like you know springer you could make, you could make like Ironhide or somebody maybe you know yeah the night yeah i guess the predacons uh I don't know. I guess I could. You could kind of go with maybe, maybe Bruticus. I mean, I guess if you needed, yeah. I guess, I guess you'd need to use a combiner because the punchline of that is, oh, my leg hurts. I can't combine, so it would have to be, you know, Devastator, Bruticus, Menasaur, Menasaur. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, the 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 robot wise it could work. But no, I, I see your point about Daniel. Like you. You kind of need someone young enough that, like, a witch would be scary to him. Yeah, you know, I mean, right, I, do, right. I do agree, you know. Yeah, Spike, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Spike qualifies, even, even back when he was 18 or 17 or whatever nondescript age he was to be working hard labor on an oil rig, but not <laughs> enough, old enough to go to war or drive or drink or whatever the fuck, right? I think so. Like, Sparkplug walks into the arc and is like, Optimus, I'm really worried. What is it, Sparkplug? 
Dan, uh, Spike, he's been having bad dreams. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he's like, are you kidding me with this shit? Are you kidding me with this shit? I walked in the other night and Spike was moaning Carly's name. I think his dreams are fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. I don't get paid enough for this. (laughs) He's like, like, Puffer, take care of the dreams the boy is having. Oh, but Prime. Do it. (laughs) Oh, darn it. What are you... <laughs> Optimus, where are you going? Would go step on a fucking deer. <laughs> you heard it here for, first, folks. Optimus is going to kill Bambi in a comic book spoilers. that probably came out this month. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <I had> oh, <laughs> uh, man. Well, I think. I, I mean, do you guys have anything else to say but, uh, or, no, about no, this no, episode? No. You know they me. I'm, I'm, I'm season three, Mark. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter if you guys think this is ass. I love, I love season three episodes. Yeah. Like Rodimus is awesome in this. Like, I think you know, I, I like you know. No, it's a cool like casual moment. Like, I, I love like in this episode. It's like when Springer and Ultra Magnus are just driving along, and Rodimus pulls up alongside them, and he's just like, "What's the scoop?" Like, you know, he's like, he met them there. Like, you know, right, like, right, they're right, probably right. on a mission. Yeah. Like, you know, like. Like all very casual and cool. Like, like, like hey, I'm, meet, like, I'm meeting my boys for pizza later. What's going on? Like, what's yeah. what's the haps? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Like, like Rodimus is always cool, or like always at his best when he kind of comes off like, uh, well, uh, I was going to say Ace Rimmer, but like he always he always is at his best when he's not Optimus, when he's like confident, but also like kind of laid back and like more yeah yeah you know yeah. go with the flow yeah the only the only other thing i'll say is like <laughs> like i mean look at my avatar like that weird pose that galvatron's in like in the first scene where <laughs> daniel first encounters him it's like he's trying to sit on an invisible throne or something and he's like you know <laughs> that's how <laughs> crazy i am my invisible chair <laughs> Check me out. I'm taking an invisible shit. I'm taking an invisible dump. <laughs> Fool. Galvatron can take as many invisible dumps as he wants. <laughs> Galvatron, why are you dumping in my face? Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's right, Daniel. I'm shitting in your dreams now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I was going to say, it was like, as with every season three episode, needs more cup. But I, I Good. Needs more cup. And now the news. Don't touch that dial. Well, I guess that's it for our Fright Fest. Transformers Tuesday's Fright Fest. That's it's, it's, also, it's also it for Fan Hill's Fright Fest this month. Yeah, so. that's the end. Yep. Uh-huh. We so hope, you, you gonna... hope you enjoyed the, the month-long Fright Fest that we've been giving you. You're going to wait a whole nother year for any Halloween-themed material. Sorry. Galvatron will have Halloween whenever the fuck he wants (laughs) Galvatron will have Halloween in April Boo, (laughs) motherfucker Alright, well Derek, why don't you do our usual thing If you guys have any comments, questions, and or concerns You can email us at fanholspodcast.gmail.com We're on all kinds of social media We're on Tumblr, Twitter, X, Instagram, Facebook We appreciate all the hearts, shares, likes, and retweets, re-Xs Whatever the fuck they're called that we receive And we can be streamed on things 
things <laughs> that are constantly changing. So uh, <laughs> check those out. All right. All right. So this is Mike uh, signing off. This is Derek. Derek WC. Go Munkra. Signing off. This is telling me happy Halloween, girl. Snarl, grr, <laughs> If you're an animal, you have to work like, yeah, snarls and grunts into your all your dialogue, basically. Man, that must have been fucking obnoxious for those guys like in the studio. <laughs> like Wally Burr was like, could you like add a like snort in the middle of all your lines? Yeah, I guess so. Like, <laughs> Hi, everyone. I wonder if some of these guys fucking died. <laughs> it's like Wally. They, they always joke that Wally Burr killed Orson Welles because of his like directing style or whatever. <laughs> oh, the. <laughs> oh, the. You know what? You got to you got to do a triple threat, Mike. You got to do the ah, the French, the snort, and then do the Optimus Primal scream because only you <laughs> three. Okay, I'll, I'll edit that in here. Ah, the razor <laughs> 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 <laughs>